And so, and you also, I believe people have to improve their association. That's part of it, right? Correct. So going from level one to 10, right? And you mentioned something earlier in another podcast, you might be at level 200 and they're level one. Don't try to, don't try to compare yourself to me. You have to grow in right. yourself. And I think another part, Sean, that I feel is very important is you have to do a self-assessment of where you're at Boom. before you say, I want to be like Elon Musk. I need to associate with Elon Musk. Welcome back, everybody, with Impactpreneurs. We are, we are your hosts, Sean Alexander and... Daverick Lyles, and we're back. We are back. Full effect. Yes, sir. How's your trip? Trip was great. Yeah. Weekend was good. Yours was too? Busy. Awesome. Sort well, of. we're, we're going to... Sort of. <laughs> You're always busy. Yeah. That's a good thing. We're going to get busy today, and we're going to talk about association. And Sean, you are the, the man when it comes to association. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I do like this topic, though. Actually, I'm pretty much going to enjoy most of our topics. But this one's, I think this is, I feel like this topic triggers people. Because I, when people start to talk about associations, friends, peers, who you associate yourself with, because, you know, we've all heard it. The, the five people that you hang out with, you're the sum of them. And I think when you actually go into depth of what those five people should look like, it starts to trigger people. Like they take offense to it. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a tough subject for a lot of people. Well, I feel that the, the, the five people they associate with, they're comfortable. Those people don't hold them accountable. Right. You hold me accountable, I hold you accountable, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't get offended. We have thick skin and a soft heart. Yeah. And, you're, and, and true friends, aka association, they're supposed to tell you what you, you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Well, yeah, because it's not because there's a difference between confrontation and communication. Most people that aren't good at receiving and don't want to grow or aren't focused on growth, they they're not good at they look at it as confrontation when it's just like, hey, Daverick, you're slipping up. Something's going on. What the hell? And you might take offense to it and you get defensive. And then we get into a combative debate. Versus like, hey, I'm just trying to bring something to your attention because I think your energy and your focus is in the wrong place. Correct. Absolutely. So how, how for me, it, it, I didn't understand this till, uh, you know, later on in life, but I always heard my friend's dad say, you know, if you want to be successful, hang around people that are successful. And as a kid, a young adult, you know, 18, you're still a kid in my mind. Uh, I didn't really understand that. But I did understand it, but I didn't understand it. Because you hear it, but how do you, I guess for me, and you can explain to people, how does someone go about finding or getting around people of influence or people that they want to associate and be around that they want to become like? Correct. Like Mike, right? Everybody wants to be like Mike. For sure. So how would you tell someone to find the right association? Or how do they go about that? Well, I know that's a long question. It, it is, but you know, the first thing is, like, you gotta, first you got to determine what, your success is what what does success mean to you what's the level what's the magnitude of it financially personally relationship wise freedom all these things have to be accounted for like because because you know i saw the other day if you are 
at level 10 in your money, if you are level 10 in your relationship, but you are level five in your body, you're not successful. Wow. You say that to some people, that will blow, that'll blow, not only oh. might blow over their head, but they might take extreme offense to that. But that's what I'm saying. Like you have to first determine what does success mean to you in all categories of your life, personal, business, spirit, relationship, like all these things matter before you can actually figure out and decide what type of people do I want to associate myself with and why. Right. And there's a lot of people that aren't healthy that are successful and that's fine for them. For that, for some it is. But for me, I want to stay healthy. I want longevity. Correct. And so like if somebody comes to me and that becomes a conversation, I'm going to debate with that person because I will tell that person, yeah, I understand. Listen, you got to understand, like some people, this is where the confrontation versus communication comes in. Someone might come ask me and be like, well, I don't believe in that. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but I would never want your life. You might have all the money in the world. You might have a perfect marriage, but physically you don't look like someone's going to live past 70 or 80 years old. And I want nothing like your life whatsoever. And I don't mean any insult or disrespect at all, but that to me, for me, is not success. And so, and you also, I believe people have to improve their association. That's part of it, right? Correct. So going from level one to 10, right? And you mentioned something earlier in another podcast, you might be at level 200 and they're level one. Don't try to, don't try to compare yourself to me. You have to grow in yourself. And I think another part, Sean, that I feel is very important is you have to do a self assessment of where you're at Boom. before you say, I want to be like Elon Musk. I need to associate with Elon Musk. Absolutely. First of all, you can't get around Elon Musk. <laughs> right. Okay. Because you're not even at that level financially. That's like level 10,000. Exactly. I can't get around him. You right. can't. Uh, so I think the self-assessment is the, the starting point for an individual to say, okay, where am I at? And be honest. That's the hard part. You know, it's a couple of things that you just said that kind of remind me of something. Like, yeah, number one. You might want to, you might try to fool people. You might try to lie to people, but you can't lie to yourself. You lie to yourself and it's not going to get you anywhere. And number two, it's funny that you said about self-assess because in my coaching programs, in any one of the categories people come to me for, self-reflection is in all of them. It's my number, it's like in my top three lists of things that somebody has to do in order for me to be able to help them out because... If you can't self-reflect, if you can't receive, if you can't be honest with me so that I can help you improve in the categories you're coming to me for, then what are we doing? And what are you looking for? Where do you want to go? That's key. And I, and I think, too, a couple things, uh, an association. It's, it's not just in life but in business, if you're in business or, 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 or your work life. You know. so, so if I'm an athlete and I want to be better, I'm going to hang around people that are better athletes. Well, if I'm in business, I'm going to hang around people that I'm better in business with. It does. I don't think it means cut your friends out, but keep them at arm's length. Correct. Because there's certain friends that don't want to elevate their life, don't want to do a self-assessment, don't want to grow spiritually, financially, lifestyle-wise, mentally. Correct. And then say, hey, I've known you, buddy, for you know 30-plus years. We're friends from a distance. But I can't associate with you on, on, on a daily basis because you're not going where I'm going or at the level I'm at. So More like you don't want to go where I want to right, go. Right, right. So there's, there's, there's friends I'm, I'm friends with that I'm in the, in the tech world. That's where I live in business. But I, I see where they're at. 
and it was funny. I was on the plane yesterday coming back from L.A. Mm-hmm. And this guy's in front of me, this engineer, and, he, and he's speaking my language. I can hear everything he's it's saying. All your lingo. And I'm sitting there bored, <clears throat> and you know the Wi-Fi never works on your phone, right? <laughs> right. So I'm sitting there listening. He's, oh yeah, and then we got to do this. He's talking about his parents how they never saved until they were in their forties. He's talking about saving, saving, savings. I need to save. I need to save. And I'm thinking. Investing. And I'm thinking, exactly. You're trying to save money. I'm trying to move forward and spend my money on investments right. and, and assets to grow. And his mindset is save money. I literally <clears throat> just saw a post about what you just mentioned today. Saving, saving, saving is still a broke, poor mentality. Right. Whether you're making money or not, if you're just putting it in the bank to save or hoarding it in your drawer or under your bed, you're still going to be broke. Because here, here's what it's saying. You're going you're gonna to work till you're 65, and you're going to retire, and now you got to live off a third of your income. So doing the same thing. So you want, here's your lifestyle. Do you want to roll around the United States in, a, in an RV until the rust falls out the bottom? Is that your, if, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Okay. But let's say, okay, I want to maintain my current lifestyle. Think about your current lifestyle now and inflation as it's going up as we speak. So you have what happened after the presidential election. Right. And you have to maintain that and then some as you retire. But retirement says live off a third of what you're making. Well, if you're trying to save money to retire, you're going to be in a more unfortunate situation financially. Correct. So my mind is, okay, how much money do I have in the bank? And I talked to you about this. Cash. I want to put it into assets. Right. I'm not trying to save it. I'm trying to put in assets to grow till I get to the next level. Right? Because somebody says... What do you want to do? And I say, I want to do nothing. You know how expensive nothing is? <laughs> Very expensive. Very expensive. Because I don't want to do nothing in an RV. Right. And act homeless. You want to do nothing with absolute freedom. Freedom to go to Belize. Freedom. To go to Cancun, to go freedom. to Greece. Big capital letters. And then have multiple houses and, and fly and not worry about money. So how do you do that? You can't do that saving. You can't do that saving. And you also, you can't do that being associated with people that aren't focused on growing, leveling up, you know, evolving their financial circumstances. And, you know, it's like, like you and I both are right around the same marker right now. We're going after the same tier. And if the main people that we hung out with on a regular daily basis, or maybe because of work we can't, but, spoke with on a daily basis and they make a quarter of what we make half of what we make and don't have that same hardcore drive to want to to want to grow and evolve every area of their life we're eventually going to cool down to their level yeah because like right now i'll confidently say that you and i are operating at 400 degrees right it's we hot. are we are full steam ahead right now with our goals Financial goals, personal goals, relationship goals, our businesses, and you and I are good associations together. I have my mentor, you know, he's way levels above me, but the reason why I'm able to be associated with him is because I am mentally focused on myself and self-reflect on myself daily to be around that type of person. You're laser focused. Right. And if I was to be any notches below his thought process or his mentality, I wouldn't even be able to operate at his level or even act like him or emulate what he does in business to get to that point. You know, <laughs> I, we're, we're, this is a great topic. 
I, you've seen this post floating around recently, the new trend. Which one? Um, people that, that I call them the, the, the worker bees, the nine to fivers. Yeah, I call them clock punchers. <clears throat> and again, nothing wrong with that. Okay. For me, that doesn't work. But the new meme or the new post going around is I hate it when entrepreneurs talk about entrepreneurialism and they bash the nine to fivers. We're not bashing nine to five people. Our mindset is different. It's okay if you want to do that. We're trying to go to a different level. And I think on both sides of the coin, when I say the worker bees, and again, I'm not, I'm not beating them up. Don't, our association is because we want to go where we want to go. There's Correct. nothing if you want, there's nothing wrong if you want to do the nine to five, Monday through Friday, work 365 days a year to ask permission for two weeks off but, from your boss, right? So, and, and that's fine. But when we're saying entrepreneurs, we're saying we're going to the next level. We're not, we're not against nine to five, but we can't do nine to five to get to where we're going. But you know what's funny about that too? Like, yeah, nine to fivers say that entrepreneurs are saying that. But if you actually look at the other way around, those nine to fivers, most of them are the same people that bash and talk negatively about people that are winning, that are doing great, that are driving nice cars, that are buying nice houses. They're the ones that are like, oh, look at this. And they automatically assume like it got handed over. Here's the thing. Uh, I forgot who talked about this. They said 75% of millionaires built their business. Something like that. I forgot what it was. 75 or more. But 75% of millionaires built their businesses. It wasn't handed down to them. And you know why? Because every time it's handed down to the, the, the son and then the second generation, the grandson, it, it, it gets destroyed. It dilapidates because they don't have that ethic. They were given the opportunity. They didn't work and not, hard. And not taught the value of a dollar. Right. Unless it's a billion, billion dollar corporation, even then, right? But right. most businesses, you're right. You're absolutely right. So, And what's funny is, since you mentioned that, because there are nine to fivers that will even ask me, like, "Hey, how do I how do I start a side job? How do I make time for a side job? How do I improve my financial situation? Because I work, I don't have time to make another job. Well, first of all, what does your schedule look like? And if you work your job from nine to five or eight to four, well, what do you do from five to nine p.m.? Mm, you, I'll tell you what you do: you drive home in traffic, go home, pop a beer, and you watch. News. Right. So <laughs> if nine to five is your regular job and you want to get out of your situation or you want to make a little bit more money, well, then it's time to flip 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. into your side hustle. There you go. And eventually that side hustle, if you're actually truly focused in that four hour block, you'll replace your income from your job. You'll be able to quit. You'll make more money. Heck, you might even make the same amount of money working less hours and give yourself a little bit more freedom of time. Correct. Maybe not care about making more, but you can actually replace your income easily. Over the course of six to 12 months, maybe 24 months, if you're truly focused with a real plan, that five to, that five to 9 p.m. window can replace your nine to five job income. Absolutely. That's awesome. And, and so I, I guess for me, and I'm going to ask you this, I, don't wanna, I know we're getting off topic a little yeah. bit, but it's a good topic. It, it's good. It goes into different avenues. How do how do you how would you tell somebody to improve their association? What do they need to do? We did the self assessment. The next thing is wherever you want to get to, and if there's a specific person out there that you want to emulate or you want to be around, first you need to work on becoming that person in order to 
this isn't necessarily the right word, but I'm going to use it in order to be worthy to be around that person that you want to associate with. Because at the end of the day, you want to associate yourself with someone who's doing well. They're going to look at you and wonder like, are you going to be a good investment of time for them because they want to help you and grow? Or are you going to waste their time, pretend like you actually want to go somewhere, but you're going to be lazy and lousy about it. You're going to have excuses. You're not going to put in the footwork. You're not willing to grind all night. Like these are the things that make a huge difference in becoming a certain person and then being able to associate yourself with those type of people. So it's like thinking about people that it epitomize where you want to be. Or who yeah, you are, right. hundred percent. And it's like, and here's the thing. The different categories in life you want to evolve in, it doesn't all have to be one person. Those can come from different categories in your life. Like if I want to improve my relationship with God or whatever you believe in, I'm going to make sure I go to church and associate myself with spiritual people, with Christians. If I want to associate my, if I want to improve my financial situation or my business, I'm going to associate with myself with people that are excelling very well significantly better than I am, but I have to be in that same mindset yeah. that they are. And we want to do the amount of work that they do. You know, I had the same talk with uh, my partner, my girlfriend, right, Iris. And I said, I said, you know, and it's funny because we talk about this every time, you know, hanging out at the pool parties, doing this, doing that. And you see my IG, but I'm, I said, I told her, we're not going to these events unless there's an ROI. Yeah. She's like, what's that? Return on investment. What's the value of going? Is it going to help or benefit either one of us or both of us? Right. And then I had this certain individual invite me, this president of a company. And it's like, wow, okay, let me see what this guy's mindset's like. So I went to this pool, pool party, right? And it turned it up, right? And then he said, hey, go to dinner. I called you out. Called me out? That's <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing there, bro? <laughs> but but it's funny because the other day she's like, oh, what about this? I said, look, that there's no value. That's wasting my time and your time. It's just to hang out. We, we, I got stuff to do. You got stuff to do, right? Yeah. And so the value, the value of the association, which we talked about, is putting yourself in a situation. Look, if a president of a major corporation – whether it's I don't care if it's if it's insulation I don't care if it's plumbing I don't care what it is, he's created or creating a multi multi million dollar revenue business. Correct. I need to get around that mindset because he might have I'm a sponge. Because the best the best weapon I have is to admit that I I'm good at what I do in your brain in my brain, but I don't know everything and I'm willing to be humble and soak in the values of, of the spoken word that he says and take in what, what's good for me. Well, yeah, because he might just, it's just going to be one or two nuggets that could change the trajectory of where you're going. But at the same time, he probably knows people that are going to be in the field that you want to be in. Exactly. For that money. Because if this is like, let's say, let's just say a plumber, guy owns a, a plumbing business nationwide or something, multimillionaire, more than likely he's got a few clients within the field of what you do that he can connect you with connect the dots and 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 the same applied for the weekend before the same situation right where i met him and then that led to iris connecting with a, a i call him a blue badge ig person million plus followers that's doing business with her so everything kind of flows together and we pick we pick what we can out of it and say how do we rise to the level in all areas right and then i said sean i i, I can't remember what it was the other day um oh at the, at the gym when i ran into you right um, yeah. 
and I won't say the individual's name, but they were talking about in, in investing. They, they own this business and they have all these buildings they're, they're buying and they got all this money and they need to find places to put their money for assets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I said, well, I'll do the intro, right? So our minds, Sean and I, our minds with our association, it's, look, we're not taking advantage of people, but we're putting ourselves around people that are like-minded so we can grow. And then we value the, what they have to say, and then we take the nuggets, like you said, right. and then we build on it. But we're not out going to the woods, popping mushrooms, when we're trying to move forward. I had to bring that up, because you brought up, are you with me? <laughs> yeah. Sean brought up something in another uh, podcast, but be careful who you choose your association with, because if you're not, they're going to pull you down. Yeah, and, but here's the thing, too. Like, if you, you're, you're, you're fine. If we, if we go with that theory, for example, your five main associations, if all five associations are equal level, that's not going to work either. No. Even if all five of you are equally hungry, who are you going to learn from? What are you going to learn? If you guys are at the same level, same hunger, that's great and all, you can hold each other accountable, but you got to get a couple people into that circle that are doing significantly better so that you guys have somebody to feed off of. Right. That can feed you information, that can feed you skills, feed you other associations that they might know. Because, again, like, you never know. Like, the, between five of us, for example, if there was five of you and I, and we're all at the same level right now, how much value are we going to bring to the table with each other? Zero. We're going to stay right where we're at. We're going to stay right where we're at. <laughs> Keep circling the same spot. And, and since you said that, I look back at me. I have you as an associate, friend, confidant, right, business colleague. I have another person who's in my industry that I've right. known for a long time. Not at our level, but he's he's in that marketplace, and that's about it. I mean, I have my mentors from the past who I reach out from time to time, but I still have slots to to fill. Right, and I'm looking, but I haven't found. You know, I have this one guy that that president of company, but. I want to see where he's going, right? Sure. You know, it, to be determined. And so, as you, I find as you get busier, you ha, you take your time as uh, value your time. Look, I'm not trying to get together for drinks. I don't drink, but I'm not trying to get together and just hang, just hang out. Hey, out. dude, I got stuff to do. There's a clip, um, Dan Pena, and we'll actually add that clip in here. It's about 15 seconds, right? Um, Dan Pena goes off. He's teaching a course, and he is just killing his whole class about people that business business successful people millionaires they don't chill they don't hang they don't go to the movies they don't go to the ball games they work they don't have time to just hang out and chill dan pena is worth half a billion dollars he's known as the trillion dollar man this guy has helped so many people get to the million dollar marker and above that it equates to trillion dollars and the amount of people that he's helped grow to become millionaires. That's, That's insane. That's insane. Can you imagine having that kind of a r resume where I have helped so many people that the number is equivalent to a trillion dollars? That's legendary. That's awesome. And remember what I said about Dan Pena? This, this inspires the heck out of me. You know, we hear people that are mega multimillionaires um, that people call serial entrepreneurs. Well, Dan Pena is known as a grandmaster entrepreneur. That 
that stimulates my mind on levels I can't even explain. Like even right now, like my brain just started turning. Just hearing that phrase to some to some or most people they're gonna be like, whatever, or talk shit about he, it. He's Yoda. But yeah, but I mean to have Grandmaster in front of the title of entrepreneur, like that means this guy is doing something massive. To have a title like that, you don't even hear that word anymore. That's like old school, like medieval times type of word. <laughs> Grandmaster, that's, that's kung you know fu stuff. <laughs> yeah, and martial arts. So, but he talks about. I went a little to- off topic, but he talks about you want to associate yourself with people that aren't trying to just hang out, chill, have a good time until they've actually made it. And even those that have made it, their chilling, hang out time is not. It's not that often no. because they just want to work. They want to build generational wealth. And they're, and when they do get together, it's a team building event in, in, in some island in yes. Costa Rica or something. Yeah, so if we're going to go out and have vacation, you, me, Iris, my girl, and a couple other people, we're going to go on a vacation, but it's still going to be uh, camaraderie, business building, team building. Mind sharing. Brain ideas, camp, ideas. What are we gonna What are we gonna create when we leave? Yeah, here? we're not trying to go hang out and just talk about nonsense. No, and and so the the last part I want to ask you about is association in your field, because I have some. I have one associate in my field, right? Right, but not but not in my field. You're not in my industry. We are as far as business in, in the business mindset, but you're not in my exact vertical. Correct. Um, and so can you talk a little bit about the value of having it in your, in your vertical, in your, in your industry and outside of your industry and what values that brings to people? And I don't care if you're a trainer. I don't care if you're, uh, you know, flipping burgers. I, the point is, is I feel you need both Yeah. because I'm good at what I do, but I can be greater and better at what I do in my industry, in my vertical. And then I looked at the outside of it to see, well, what's Sean? What's this dude Sean doing with a cool haircut? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, if you look at it, so if you think about it, let's let's use trainers for example. There are some trainers that are extremely and exceptionally more skilled than others, but their skill and their craft might not be as exceptional in the business side of it. Ooh, that's a good point. Right? That's really good. So so we if we look at someone who is let's say on a scale one a ten a ten trainer, well what does their business look like? How much do they make? How many clients do they have? What's the average that they make per client? How much does this person make a month? How much do they make a year? All these things matter. So if this guy is if one person is very skilled, then, but there's someone that's maybe a skill seven, but that person's skill in business is beyond where the skill, where the ten, where the guy that's a skill ten is. That guy might want to go associate with this person, find like, hey, what are you doing to be making the kind of money you're doing? What are you doing to be, have the freedom that you have? What are you doing to drive the cars that you do? What am I missing here? What am I? What? Where? What am I missing in my business that you're doing? So that's one thing to look at in your field. Outside of your field, you have unbiased opinion, which is great to have. Like me being in the fitness, uh, recovery, mental health specter, my mentor is not either one of those, but he's in the business, corporate, asset management, money, finance, that's his field. I want to be around that all day long. Oh, yeah, me too. Because he'll teach me things that nobody else will teach me. 
especially in my field, on levels that probably nobody in my field would be able to teach me. Right? That's fair. So he will have unbiased opinions about how to grow my business from a business level, how to invest and save my money, how to set up my future, how to look and expand my horizons. Do I want to stay in my field? How do I utilize my field to turn it into something bigger and grow it to a level where it can somehow create passive revenue? These are the things that matter that you might not get within from an association within your field. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I like that because uh, it, it really, it you know, I see people that do day trading, stock trading, hedge fund managers. I have a friend that's a hedge fund. I always talk to him every now and then. So I guess it's another individual, you know. But it, sometimes the money, it's like, how much did you trade today? Billions of dollars. So um, I want to close up with this, and and uh, I want to get into another topic, but. You know, the last part, we got a couple minutes, Sean, is, is talk about what your association's done lately for you, if you can close that up. I mean, it's basically changed the trajectory of my what's going to happen in my life, literally in the next 8 to 24 months. But it's the footwork that I've done in the last two years to get scouted for this. And I can't go into detail yet. We've said it in previous episodes. And I keep getting asked by several people, what the hell are you guys, yeah, what, what the is hell are you, going what's on What's going on? Tell us, Sean. <laughs> I wish I could. Believe me, I wish I could, and I will soon. But it's the footwork that I've done 24-7 to get to the point where I got scouted for something great. How free will you be at that point? I'll have pretty much full I'm putting you on the spot. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to brag about it. <laughs> I'm trying to put Sean on the I'm spot. I'm trying to stay humble and quiet about it and you're like putting me on the spot. Mum's the word. But yeah, I, ho I hope you guys get uh, a lot of a lot of good information about this. I hope you guys understand the value of high-level associations and how much it can truly change your life. And to when they say surround yourself with the right five people, those five people, at least two or three of those people need to be at levels beyond where you're at in order for you to grow and evolve. Awesome. Stay strong. Make sure you share this podcast. You hit the like button, subscribe, subscribe. to the channel, and, and take what Sean says about this. He knows his stuff, man. He's, he's on point, definitely. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.